everybody. Hey, Ryan is obviously caffeinated. Caffeinated. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, be honest. I've only had six cups of coffee. Yeah, but dude, it's only ten thirty in the morning. I've been up since five. Wow. No. No, you four. four. My goodness, dude. I was four. I did roll over at like one thirty and I was like, oh, what day is it? That's right, you said it you thought it was Thursday, but it ain't Thursday. Today is Tuesday. We're gonna release this on Friday. It's okay, they can know the secrets. <laughs> We're premature. We, I hate we it. are. Oh, I don't even want to draw a lot around that. Um, hey, it's episode 43, Ryan. 43? 43 weeks we've been doing this. One more episode of my Bradshaw. No, one more what? 44. 44. Oh, see, I'm probably too old for my sports. Football. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's episode 43. We're talking about the, not the, uh, um, basically how to identify people and how to work with them and make your interactions better on a daily basis, I think, right? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It's, loaded off there for a did second. Did you? You nodded off? Dude, yeah. come on. Six cups of coffee in. Let's go. No, I was actually thinking about how good my new microphone is. It sounds a lot better. Yeah. I think the audience will agree with us on that. Yeah, Shay told me to get a new one. Yeah, our other one was garbage. So. But we're both looking pretty cool right yeah, I'm now. I'm glad you got the good one. All right. New personality. New personality type. Week one was expressive. Expressive, yeah. Week two was amiable, amiable, also known as divergent. Correct, yeah. Correct. <laughs> And week three is analytical. Analytical or analytic. Analytic, yeah. Right. Um, this one is a, uh, it's an interesting one. I, I was thinking about this, Ryan. This is the one I struggle with the most, honestly. You mean like? Engaging with. And like, um, I, I, I have a hard time. Yeah, it's it's different. It's definitely a different conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. It's very structured oriented. It's very... Point one mm-hmm. or point A, point B, point C, point D, the whole nine yards. Um, they are very smart people. Very. And I think that's why I struggle because I'm very dumb. You're not dumb. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not book things. smart. I do, yeah, I do dumb things. And I'm like, I'm in the expressive category if you haven't been listening. And dealing with somebody who follows those set uh, steps and instructions so closely, I'm kind of like, whoa, what is going on? I don't know how to interact. So this is hopefully going to help me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, you know, when we talk about a, um analytical type individual, you have to understand where that person is coming from and the things that they want. So the first thing that they want, they want you to respect them for their smarts. And when I say yeah. smarts, I mean book smarts. Yeah. Um, you and I have talked about book smarts versus street smarts, and uh, maybe that's a podcast one day, but... A, a analytical person knows, they know their books, mm-hmm. right? You know, when they were in class and they had that big biology book, yeah. they read it and they understood it. For me, I would consider I'm more of a street smart type person. I have to feel it, touch it, do it, right? know that it was right or wrong, and then be able to apply it. Yeah, learn by doing and, and getting your hands on it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So um, analytical people like... They want their respect for how, you know, for their book smarts, right? Yeah. Um, another thing that they like or they want is to be right. Um, when I say be right, and once again, when we talk about these different personalities, we're not talking about them in a negative way. Right. We're talking about them in a positive way and how to communicate with that type of person or individual. So they want to be right. And the reason they want to be right is because they 
a book told them that they're exactly yeah. or the news told them that this is what it is or a magazine told them these are the statistics of why you should use CBD oils on inflamed muscles. Hint, yeah. CBD oils. Is that another episode? Could be coming to CrossFit PRs. Oh, really? We'll talk so about moving that. on. Right. Yeah, so I think that it's important to remember too, it's not they, they want to be right because they're stubborn and they have to have their way. It's because like Ryan said, they've learned about it and they know it and that's that's what they know. Yes, that's what they know. So, um, so that leads us into number three. Another thing that they want or they know, they they want to be accurate. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. If you could, I want to know how many analytical people are actually weathermen. Ooh. Because yeah. weathermen. Could you imagine terrible. that yeah. person like, oh my goodness, it shifted, dew point seventeen miles left. <laughs> that analytical person would be like, "Give me a gun. I'm done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm buy. Done. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a gun and rent a bullet because I can't <laughs> deal with this." Um, yeah, they want to be accurate and they want to be as accurate yeah. as possible. So in the CrossFit world, think about this type of individual. They know the body. They know how the body should move. They should know. They know um, the different steps of um, how you should even breathe correctly, and your rib cage yeah. shouldn't be coming up, and the ribs should be down, and we should tighten our core a certain way. And that's not saying that other people in CrossFit don't know that, but they have steps in their mind mm-hmm. and they are accurate about it to get to that point. Yeah, and I think um, the next thing here, like the, the, talking about steps in your mind, when they when they have these steps, the, another thing they really want to do is practice it. They want to, like, like Ryan said, kind of see it out and kind of touch it, feel it, all that stuff, and learn by by trial and error, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely trial and error, but it, it's going to be out of whatever the CrossFit manual said. This is how you should uh, snatch, right? We're going to do the bird, uh, Ben Bergeron? No, no, Bergeron warm-up, Berger yeah. warm-up right? Yeah. Um, you know, these are steps one, two, three, and four to get an individual to snatch, where here at the gym, we do, you know, a little <coughs> different. We have position one, two, three, you know, high hang, above the knee, below the knee. Um, not any are right or wrong. It's just a direction of how to explain it, right? right. Um, so, yeah, that's what analytical people like. Um, they're also very detail-oriented. Very detailed, right? They're the so, ones that jot everything down. Yeah, absolutely. Write down step-by-step step on the, on even the simplest tasks. Like how to make coffee? How to make coffee, yeah. Two right. steps, I guess. Two steps. I would put it two steps, but an analytical person? <laughs> Apparently, there's 13 steps. 13 steps. I'm just saying, that's a lot of steps. Which, I mean, I mean, I guess in, you want somebody in your life like that to keep you on track. Yeah, I would definitely say Rachel lives in the um, yeah. the amiable slash analytical side. You know, analytical when it comes to, you know, doing the numbers for the gym. So right. she's an accountant, so that definitely is a world that she likes. Um, but yeah, you can definitely notice the difference between what I call the left side and the right side. Yeah. Of analytical, amiable versus... Next week's topic and expressive. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. And I we'll talk so. about that a lot in two weeks about how they all kind of go together. And right, and how they mesh. Um, and how we can try to live in all, all of those worlds at once. And they're also very factual people too. I think um, I, I've never heard, I don't think I've ever heard an analytical person say, well, I guess it's this. No, they're very like, this is what it is. This is what it is. And I, if they don't know, they're like, well, I'll research that. Yeah. You know? I'm 98% sure. Yeah. John Rankin. <laughs> exactly. Oh, John Rankin. We're not supposed to use We're not supposed to anymore. drop names anymore. <laughs> John Rankin. Um, so, yeah. So they, they want the respect for their book smarts. They want to be right. They want to be accurate. They practice the steps into getting there. Right. Um, they're very detailed and they're very factual. Right. 
and you can even say detailed and factual, it all kind of go together. Definitely. Um, but you're hearing how we're talking about this type of individual and how they want to be communicated. Start thinking about how that person in your life that might be analytical, how you would actually communicate to this person, mm -hmm. right? So for us at the gym, when we're trying to explain a hang power clean and it's an analytical person, it's, all right, step one, or first I want is a high hang, so that's your first position. Then, mm -hmm. you know, I want you to um, slightly press the knees out and go to above the knee. That'll be step two. Man, if you start giving an analytical person step one, two, and three, you're going to see their eyes light up like it's Christmas. Oh, day. they love that. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. They Goodness. get it. Thanks for laying it out like that for me. And I'm not trying to yeah. pull the wool over anybody's no. eyes. Once again, I feel like, you know, I'm beating a dead horse over now we're on week three. But I want people to know that we want to know where you live so we know how to communicate yeah. correctly to you. Right? Um, because an analytical person, what don't they want? Well, they don't want to look bad because they put the time and effort into learning about a subject that they want to be viewed as an expert on the subject. They don't Absolutely. want to be embarrassed. So when you call them out and you make them look bad and you prove them wrong, you just created a hostile environment that they're going to really start to shut down in for yeah. sure. They do not want to look bad or be embarrassed. Right. So Absolutely. Can you imagine having a conversation with an analytical person and the one subject that you read 12 years ago that you knew the answer to? Right. Right, and then all of a sudden, you told them that they are not—they're not, not going to like it. They're going to turn red like a Christmas tree. Yeah, and you pulled out your phone and proved them wrong in front of everybody. Oh, dude, they're going to hate that. Don't do that to Don't do that person, right. to anybody for that matter. Yeah, for anybody. <laughs> but you, you want to be able to communicate correctly, like, right. hey, you know, maybe this is it, or you know, sometimes depending on who you're talking to and what the subject matter is, maybe you need to kind of bite your tongue and be like, ah, okay, and, mm -hmm. and kind of move on, right? Yeah. Um, I did see an example of that a couple of weeks ago. Um, two individuals were having a conversation. One is definitely an analytical person. And he's like, dude, I am, I am 98% John Rick, correct. And Bobby being the animal was like, okay, dude. Okay. And it was just so obvious. And it wasn't like an argument. It wasn't hostile. But, you know, the other individual just kind of shrugged his shoulders like, cool. I'm good with that. Right? And it didn't matter if the answer was right or wrong, but... You just have to know who, what your audience is in that. Definitely, that definitely. Uh, what, what are their look or their eyes? They have that cynical look, man. Guarded. Yeah. Guarded. Yeah. So I always equate, um, I always told people I knew how to look really busy in school. Yeah. And I would take like 197, try to multiply it by 2,562. I'm doing that right now in my head. You can't right. see it's not a video podcast, but Ryan looks like constipated a little bit. <laughs> and they just have that cynical guarded look. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think it's cynical. I think they're just trying to process everything and like do the yeah. steps, right? Yeah, that's true. They probably live so far forward. They're thinking not just getting to the gym. They're thinking about how I'm gonna how I'm gonna warm up, how yep. I'm gonna do this. They're thinking about stuff always. Yeah. So they have that look, that guarded look, and I don't think it's guarded in a bad way. They're just they're processing. Right. Absolutely. They're they're, they're writing down steps. We're doing. Um, we're doing a hundred meter run and we're doing this and we're doing that. Okay, I've got to go at this pace to get this type of number yeah. to finish this wad at this time. I'm like, whoa, 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 time out. Just do the workout. Just do the workout. Just, yeah. So, you know, for an analytical person, you want to break that down. Yeah. Um, hey, you got five rounds, 15 deadlifts, 15 um, pull-ups and 15 cows on the bike. All right. I want you to go unbroken on the deadlifts. For the pull-ups, I want every set to be broken up eight to seven. And then for the bike, I want you to hold a 61 RPM. Man, you give that to an analytical person for a workout, they're good to go. They know exactly what steps and what they should be doing. 
And they're going to follow it too. They absolutely are going to follow it. Um, what do they like to hear? What do they need to hear? What are the things that get them excited? The big thing, like if somebody comes up to you and, and describes their decision, you're going to ask them, hey, wow, that's interesting. How did you get there? Tell me the step-by-step process. Yeah, how did you get there? What are the steps? Can you can you write the steps down? Can you show me the steps? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, and I mean, compliment them on their ability to lay things out and say, like, I'd love to share this with other classes yep. or whatever the case may be. Um, and and how kind of going along the same lines, how do we communicate with them on a day-to-day basis? Well, I think that goes into what we said, being systematic or being precise, yes, right? Definitely. Hey, here's your workout. These are how I, here's the rep scheme I want to see you try to break down. This is how I want you to get your 12-minute workout. Mm-hmm. Or let's use a known crossfit workout, frame, 21-15-9. Right. Thrusters and pull-ups, right? Or no, pull-ups and thrusters. Which one's first? Pull-ups. Thrusters. Right? Thrusters? Yeah. So thrusters and pull-ups. So for an analytical person, depending on what level they are, you want to be able to tell them, all right, this is what I'm looking for in the thrusters, mm-hmm. this is what I'm looking for the pull-ups, and so forth, for each set, right? The 21s, the 15s, and the 9s. Yeah. And then you have to be able to work and say, well, what's your goal? I want a four-minute friend. All right, this is how we'll get This is the goal. This is the step-by-step process to get there. And that will help them understand and be able to communicate with that and, and uh, another thing to remember, too, is focus on the task. We'll go back to that thruster workout, for example. In, in Fran, you're talking thrusters and pull-ups. If you start talking to them about front squat percentages and this and that, they want to focus on the task. That way they can remain task-oriented and not get sidetracked with everything else. And um, that one right there, that next one, don't get too personal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to be careful. They're, they're, not in a bad way. Right. Um, they're more thinkers, not really feelers. Yeah. Like an expressive for myself, I'm an emotional guy. You can get personal with me a little bit. But analytical people, they don't want to get too personal. No, and and they get personal when they feel comfortable. Exactly. Right? Um, We're talking about a gym setting. Um, You can also go ahead and start applying it to work. Mm -hmm. You can apply it in your daily life. I'm sure an analytical person, uh, if you're married to one, they're more personal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? Uh, but, yeah, it just takes time, right? And it takes time for anybody, depending on what personality they are. So you get an understanding of, once again, how to communicate, how to talk, how to have a relationship with this individual. So um, they don't want to be rushed, and they don't want you to rush them either. Right? Yeah. Now, granted, we're talking CrossFit, and it's go, go, go. Um, but they need to make sure that they feel comfortable, they're ready to go, they understand the movement, they have the right equipment. Right? Yeah. Um, I had somebody in my class today, uh, it was deadlifts. This individual decided he was going to do one power snatch. And the analytical person, wow, I just put him in there and kind of figured it out because I was working with him on deadlifts. Looked around and like, what the hell? There's power snatches in this workout? So I walked up to this member and go, hey, knock it off. I got people looking around thinking they're supposed to do a power yeah. snatch and you're. Is this Barrett? Travis. <laughs> Barrett did the same thing the other night, too. He's, we're doing thrusters. He did a power snatch at 115 or something. Yeah. Yeah, stay on task. Yeah, stay on task. Stay on right? task. So, um, but that's true. So who would, can we drop a name? Who in the office is going to be uh, an analytical person? In our management? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely put Joel and Chris in that. Yeah. Right? Joel, if anybody's ever looked at his whiteboard, is yeah. like minute one, talk. Minute three, warm up. Really, it should be minute one, yeah. talk, minute seven, stop talking. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, uh, it, it is funny, like, getting in a conversation with him uh, on some of these, like, daily maintenance things. Well, think about Joel, though, real quick. Let's yeah. back this up. Yeah, you yeah. just sat in a meeting. Right. We talked about programming for class, programming yeah. for supernovas, programming for pulse, 
Then we talked about standard movements and uh, wads for Thanksgiving throwdown. Yep. You and Bobby said, oh, right? Mm -hmm. you, you either say, yeah, that'll work. No, it won't. Joel, on the other hand, well, it says you have to do this, so it's assumed that you have to be able to do that. And Detail I'm like, oh, my right. word, bro. I got I know what the assumption yeah. is. You're not talking to me. Yeah. You gotta talk to everybody, right? Absolutely. So um So true. It's funny with Joel on a management level, just for the mere fact that you have to be ready to get instead of, you know, here's the answer, you gotta yeah. be ready for all the steps. I, I'll never forget, dude, it was one meeting. I think you asked somebody to say, all right, describe us in one word or something like that. Joel couldn't do it. No, man. he couldn't do it. <laughs> it's it like was, six words. The one word. Uh, um, well, I think well. we are. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, I love you, Joel. I love Joel. One more, one more Joel story. Oh, yeah. God, I love Joel stories. I asked Joel, or everybody, I asked uh, Joel to write an SOP, Standard Operating Procedure, for if there was, any, if there was an emergency at the gym. <laughs> So he tells all the coaching staff, you know, here, here it all is, yeah. um, and just look at the things highlighted in red. Right? And out of 12 points, there was only like maybe two or three highlighted red. I thought he was done, right? So then he continues the conversation and tells every step, every step. and one of them, make sure you call this number, 911. Are you serious, Joel? You don't think we know to call 911? <laughs> Oh man, I love. What's that it. number again? Can you repeat it back to me? I'm writing it down. So no, I, yeah, it is funny, dude. It's uh, it, but but Chrissy's that way too. Yeah, she wrote yeah. a 13 for the uh, step maker. list for the coffee maker. It's not it's not bad. Um, that's just how they are, and that's yeah. how us as staff, us as members, us as a community needs to be able to approach them and have a conversation, right? Yeah. Um, if you ever notice the conversations that you have with an analytical person, they're always going to be slightly longer than what it is with maybe an expressive or an amiable person, mm -hmm. right? Or my type of personality, which is a driver. Analytical people, you ask Chrissy a question and just like, hey, I ate an Epic bar. Yeah. Any, any information, you're going to get boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Where if you ask me, I'd be like, yeah, just go and put it in. It's put it really in good protein. It's easy. I think it's gluten-free. Yeah. Peace. Peace. It's a little spicy. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I'm thinking back to all the interactions I've had, and, and I've unfortunately, being the expressive one, I try to rush things along. Like I got stuff I want to do. Like I'm trying to, and I can't rush. I've, I've rushed analytical people, and I've always kind of left the conversation feeling like that wasn't a good interaction. How do I make? It? I don't know. I'm on to the next thing. But I need. I need to put this stuff in practice. Yeah. Don't rush them. Yeah. Be, don't rush them. Let them. Let yeah. them explain. Um, now, if they start repeating themselves over and over and over, yeah, and you can be like, okay, I got it. I'm got it. Step one, two, and three. I don't need one, two, and three again. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's a really good way to understand how to communicate, how to have a relationship. That can be any type of relationship, friendship. What other type of relationship? Um, romantic. Relationship. I'm just talking about like how you communicate with people. Oh Anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you just have to be able to take this type of information and apply it. Yes. Right? Um, and I think it's really, really good to be able to take this and apply it to where it needs to be applied. I, I agree. I mean, especially anybody who's in business or anybody who works with people, sales, that kind of stuff, you can unlock a lot of shit with this. This you is can. like the, the, I don't know, this is, this, we should be charging people for this, man. We should? No. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs>
Um, so yeah, um, that's an analytical person. So yeah. last week we talked about amiable and how they're very caring and they want the trust of others. Before that we talked about an expressive person where it's very um, emotional and there's a lot that goes with that. Um, yeah, there's, there's all those personalities, right? And the goal is, as a staff here at PR Star, is to understand where you all live so we can communicate and we can mesh even better, right? right? Yeah. You know, you always hear people say, oh, you know, why do you like your cross? Oh, best community. Everybody says that. Everybody says that. How can everybody have the best community? It's a cop-out answer, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say we have the best or the worst. I think we have a very good community. We have, a, we have the group of people that come here, mm -hmm. and we as staff want to be able to know where you live in a sense of personality type so we can talk with you. Right. Communicate absolutely, and not feel as you just said. Sometimes when you speak to an analytical person, you walk away and like, man, that that sucked. Yeah, that could have gone better. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, expressive was week one or episode forty-one. One. Yep. Amiable was week two or episode forty-two, and analytic was week three or episode forty-three. Mm -hmm. well, we have one more week. Yeah, one more week of this. And we're going to finish off with a driver. It's going to be a beast of an episode. That one's going to be about... Are you saying beast because I like to hear that? Hey, that's going to be a racehorse of an episode. We'll talk about that. You're going to learn how to engage with Ryan. Oh, boy. He's going to, you're going to love it. We're, that's going to be He's our highest listened, listened episode exactly. ever. Uh, and so then we're like, screw that shit. Uh, and then after that, after we talk about drivers next week, the following week, we'll, we'll wrap them all together and we'll talk about the... Um, what is it? The continuum or the axis or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think like... Yeah, I think that would be really cool to kind of do some, like, scenarios, too. Yeah, like absolutely. Driver versus, yeah. Not versus. No, versus, dude. I like versus. Battles. Battle. <laughs> Rap battles. Rap battles. So, um, all right. I like it. You got a question? Question of the day. Question of the day? I don't know. Um, I don't, actually. You don't have I, a well, question? Well, you're the guy with the questions. I'm a guy with the questions. I came prepared. I have a coaching tip. Oh, they have a coaching tip. All right. Yeah. My question is for everybody. Everybody's going to have a different answer. What is your favorite college university? What's, what's your college? If you had to root for a college in either a football game, a basketball game, a soccer game, uh, a rifle sporting event, I'm gonna crew, go. whatever, what's your college? Arkansas Razorbacks. Okay, why? I used to listen to him. I used to live in Arkansas. I used to listen to him on the radio. Houston Nutt was the coach. I Houston Nutt? Yeah. Not Nolan Richardson? Rolling with Nolan, yeah, he was one too. Yeah, basketball, basketball, and then football was Houston Nut, right? So the, that, you remember Corliss Williamson who played for? Yeah, I remember the guy who went to the Raiders, good running back, played for Arkansas. I can't remember his name now. Napoleon Kaufman? No, we'll talk. I, I got. We're gonna have to do. Yeah, all right. But yeah, Redskins, uh, not Redskins. Redskins, Redskins huh? are back. Good lord, Go Redskins, get out of here! All right, all right. What about you? Uh, Mountaineers, WVU, yeah, all day. all day long. So, all, all right. right, coaching all right. tip of the week. Coaching tip of the week. Hmm. Do what your coach says. I like that. It's good. On scales on everything. Personal on life. Yeah. Financial well, financial, life. financial decisions. Financial. You know. <laughs> Just on your scales. Coach and you know, if your if your coach tells you in the seven AM class to do twelve cows instead of ten, Leo, then do twelve. I cows. feel yeah, I was gonna say you feel like you're calling somebody out. Leo. Leo, all day. Adazon. <laughs> Todd. That's good. All of them. Yeah. The whole crew. The whole crew. The whole crew. I caught so much crap from them today. Um, my coaching tip is going to be walk around barefoot more. 
Ah, you and Eric have been talking a little bit. Is that yeah? Eric he's, a, he's a big on the barefoot. Thing. He's the Vibram guy, right? Vibram. Yeah, yeah. So I think we'll train those feet. Train those feet. Yeah, I like it. All right, All right that's a wrap. Episode forty-three in the book. Mm-hmm.